A Woman's Soul Restored Podcast talks about rediscovering hope, happiness, and the things that can happen in life that can take away your essence. Latanya and her guests focus on the traumas that may have made you a victim and discuss measures that can be implemented to turn your negative into victory. Topics are discussed that are hard to hear but necessary for growth, vitality, and newness in life after a trauma. Latanya has a bachelor's degree in human services with a minor in psychology. She has been the founder and president of a local nonprofit for women for almost 20 years. She is an ordained minister, a published author of several books, and she has a love for helping people. Latanya's mission is to help women understand that trauma does not define who they are, just like it did not define who she was. Helping women be healed and restored from their past trauma, sharing the stories of women that have overcame their various trials, and bringing awareness of various issues that encompass women is a standard that the podcast has embraced for the past three years. Welcome to the A Woman's Soul Restored Podcast with Latanya Y. Hendry. So welcome, welcome, welcome to A Woman's Soul Restored. In Georgia, it is extremely cold. We are being affected by that winter storm and it's unseasonably cold for this time of year. But a week ago, we had unseasonably warm weather for this time of year. So in the south, the weather just fluctuates like that. We're kind of used to it. So we bundled up and prepared for the cold that's gonna be here y'all listening to this on christmas eve but this was actually recorded today which is friday so tomorrow and christmas day is supposed to be extremely cold but we're in december so december is supposed to be cold so we're just adjusting to um, weather that we're not used to having we recorded the food trap episode today earlier and I tell you, God hand moved because everything that could look like it could go wrong was trying to go wrong. And unlike other episodes, most of you all had listened that we did a preempt to this episode, letting people know who the guests were and what the episode was going to be about. So we had to make it happen. And I thank God that he pulled things together in order for us to be able to make it happen. So I think y'all are going to enjoy the information that my two guests are bringing today. Um, Authoress, previous guest, um, health and wellness coach, Tamara Denise Brown Hodges, and my inspirational sister, the one that's that gives me inspiration when I'm feeling down. Well, both of them do, actually. Both of those women are very strong and passionate about what they do. Um, but my inspirational sister, Patricia Wiggins Plummer, is also a guest today and have been a guest on previous episodes as well. So it started out, we was trying to record on the Anchor app, and it just was not happening. That was my first time trying to record with two different guests 
And initially I did say I was going to go to Patricia and we try to record on, just pull Tamara on. But then I had a lot to do today, Christmas shopping for the grandkids. So I said I was not going to do that, but I ended up having to do that. And whatever we did to, on our end, God did the rest. So we just going to, I'm going to let y'all enjoy this episode. Just be ready to be informed. We we literally had a conversation with three women that generally care for one another, love one another. We are sisters in the spirit. And that came across on the phone during the interview. So I'm thankful for God just allowing us to be able to come together and do this. And it will be a part two. So sometime before summer next year, 2023, we're going to do part two. But today, it was just so much information and so much we were trying to get out until we we really ran into time. But we're going to come back again. We might add somebody, might not, because these two women are very informative and really brought the humanistic side of what we struggle with with food especially this time of year and different occasions where we use food for more than what it's supposed to be used for so right after these two quick breaks y'all know what the routine is the routine hasn't changed we just got a different format today this was recorded on the wisdom platform which i have a following on there it's building i don't really do that much on there i'm just you know I'll be surprised how the following will be if I actually do something on it, which I plan to. Um, but I like to do things decent and in order in a timely manner. And when, when I have time to fully devote to things. So the time really has been an issue, but I'm going to focus more on that that platform and build it. So, But I was able to record on that platform, and I hope that you all enjoy today's episode so whatever part of the world you are in y'all are in for a treat so i need you to get your lattes get your cocos or whatever you need to sit back and enjoy this episode because you're in for a treat so when i come back i'll be back with my sisters tamara and patricia as we get into the food trap using food for everything except what it's intended for so be sure to come back sisters helping sisters social organization for women incorporated is a faith-based community nonprofit located in historic beautiful savannah georgia and has been serving the local area since april of 2003. the sisterhood has been built on trust unity growth discovery appreciation and security all embodied by faith which has helped the organization to stand the test of time and still be viable in the community. If you would like more information about the organization, please visit www.sistershelpingsisters28.com or send an inquiry email to sistershelpingsisters28 at yahoo.com. It's a great day to be in the sisterhood. 
This is Latanya Hendry with A Woman's Soul Restored. And today, 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 we're talking about the food trap. How we use food for everything except what it's supposed to be for, which is nutrition. And I have two special guests here with me today. But before we get started, I just wanted to say that the enemy has surely, surely been busy trying to rear his ugly head so that this episode would not be broadcast but but god but god we do what we have to do to make things happen within his will whatever we can't do he will do the rest so i'm grateful for these two young ladies that's going to give their insight on food and we're going to be talking about our personal struggles because we could give stats and all that but at the end of the day the stats are just going to make us feel worse than what we already feel like when we use food the wrong way, when we overeat, when we do things we're not supposed to do. And then later, hindsight is twenty twenty, and we feel bad that we've eaten the way we did. So hopefully this special holiday episode would help us do what we're supposed to do as we're getting ready to enter one of those holidays where we do what we do best eat we get together with the family and friends or co-workers for christmas parties and we just eat and drink ourselves silly but then when the new year come in we exercising and getting on these fad diets and trying to do stuff to alleviate what we did over a span of time between thanksgiving and christmas so this episode is for men and women today because we all struggle with the food trap we all struggle with those issues of overeating and trying to use food to cope with emotional issues um with stress levels with just trying to feel better about ourselves we eat and i'm speaking from experience because I am an emotional eater. I just have learned to contain it only because my health got crappy. So we want to help some people today get relief from the food trap, get relief from being bound by food, having food keep us under its waist and it ends up on our waist. So today, my first guest is sitting here with me I'm waiting for my second guest to join us. But my first guest is my biological sister and also my sister in Christ. Her name is Patricia Wiggins Plummer. She's an inspirationalist. Said that too fast, but y'all know what I'm trying to say. She knows how to inspire people and keep them thinking positive and feeling positive. She's a very outgoing person. She's one that has time to talk to anybody so while we're waiting for my other guests to get on I'm here with Patricia and she can give us some insights on what she's going to talk about today so we welcome Patricia Wiggins Plummer to the A Woman's Soul Restored platform again because she has been my guest several times and always always has left a great impression so welcome Patricia thank you for having me good evening and 
uh, happy holidays to everyone. Um, a little bit what I want to uh, talk on today is, uh, like uh, Miss Latanya said, food traps. A lot of times we are emotional eaters. Um, we also are celebratory eaters, meaning that we celebrate. And every time we celebrate something, we eat. And a lot of times the food that we choose are not good for us. We always make an excuse to uh, have cake and ice cream or, oh, I deserve to eat this this time. You know, it's a birthday. Uh, you know, I passed my test. You know, oh, my sister coming to town. We choose to eat, but we don't choose the right thing. So that's one of the thing, key corners I want to point out today. And a lot of times it's easier said than done. And it's an emotional thing. We have to learn how to elevate our minds in order to get out of those mental entanglements with food. And that's currently what I'm trying to do with myself for us, my health. Um, like Ms. Latanya said earlier, she have health issues and my health issues has kicked up, but you know, my sense don't always kick in, you know, even though I know that I should eat right things because I'm a diabetic also high blood pressure and things like that. I go to the doctor. Oh, my, um, A1C is under control. So, okay. I can eat a little sweets, but sometimes I eat more than what I should. The rice, I eat more than what I should. You know, the breads, I eat more than what I should, you know? So, uh, we have to learn how to, like I said earlier, elevate our mind to think different about food and not let it be so emotional when it comes to, you know, the things we choose. Because we could choose something healthy and get just as full as we could choose, you know, a hamburger from McDonald's, you know, and get full from. So those are some of the things that I want to, you know, speak about today as we um, speak in this uh, podcast today. Awesome, awesome. That's just good stuff because if we think about it, especially in the United States, we are considered one of the fattest countries. And that's because we do have access to fast food restaurants. We have fat access to Uber Eats and we don't even have to leave yes. the house to get food. We can order food. Yes. Um, personally, I'm a DoorDash driver and I, I've noticed the amount of just people are willing to pay extra to get that food they want if that restaurant is not near to them they have to pay a little more to get it and some of them are willing to pay that to get that food and not have to either use their own gas or just to get that taste that they're craving they're willing to pay that money to get that food to them quickly so they don't have to um, leave the house Uh, me and Patricia's nephew who has passed away now he was living with me for a while and he was a diabetic before I even found out I was a diabetic and I would try to talk to him about the food choices and he was ordering food and I didn't find out he was ordering food until I came home one day and the delivery person was there delivering the food to him but ultimately that didn't work out in his favor because he ended up passing away the first uh, was it last year or this year first of this year first of this year at the age of 42 so we're trying to save some lives today with this information we're trying to reach those that really think food is soothing you and 
helping you when it's really not. It's supposed to help us, but we have to use everything in accordance to how it's supposed to be used. Food is supposed to be used for nutrition, but we have turned it around to make it everything except nutritional because we don't eat the nutrition. We cover it in sweets and cover it with sugars and we cover it with gravy and we get a big plate of it or a big bowl and we just indulge and it ends up working against us. So today we really want to address the food trap and really get into a conversation about those things that we bypass because it's not nothing that's outlawed. It's not nothing that, you know, people look down on us for because it's something everybody does. Everybody has an issue in some form or fashion with food. Some people with bulimia don't, they, they throw their food back up because they overeat and they want to be able to overeat but not put the pounds on so they throw it back up. So either way, that's still an issue because we have to learn how to eat without overeating. We have to learn to eat the right things in the right amounts because even you can eat too much vegetables and stretch your stomach. It's, it's, you can overindulge in anything but we have to learn moderation and how to eat properly. So I'm going to get switch back to Patricia and see, you know, what all she wants to share with us today while we're waiting on our second guest to join us via this platform. Um, what all would you like to? Um, the, one of the main things is our pleasure center. Um, we, a lot of times, humans tend to appease the pleasure center you know the natural part of us if something is good we want it you know even though it may not be good for us the cakes the ice cream the hamburgers the hot dogs the uh the breads the rice it's not good for us yes some things in moderation you can have but a lot of times we don't want to be we don't want to have moderation we want to eat how much we want to eat i know with myself a lot of times when i'm eating i like to uh give myself a reason why i should have more you know and sometimes i'll be full and i'll just eat because man that was good let me eat a little more so i'm eating until my stomach is 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 full so i can't even bear anymore you know and those are one of the traps we have to uh ele- elevate our mind to stay away from a lot of the the prefrontal not the prefrontal cortex because we don't use that part but we go to the 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 lowest state of our mind you know that pleasure center so we have to learn how to tell our pleasure center no sometimes and a lot of foods that we choose we can um that's healthy it it, it can be good food you know and we could like that but we choose to the cakes and the ice creams and stuff so uh, we have to learn how to tell our mental no you know and uh, you know what when we do we still be all right and we'll be full you know it's just that mental thing we're going to be without something you know are we not going to have uh, enough or, you know, I know a lot of times in the African-American family, you know, when we are read as children, you eat what's on your plate. You don't throw anything out. And I think that was predicated because of the struggles that a lot of African-American families had, you know, to get the food that they had. You know, you don't throw nothing out. You eat what's on your plate. 
And a lot of times, you know, the fear of not having, a lot of people say, you know, well, I'm going to eat more, you know, well, give me more, you know, because we may not eat tomorrow, you know, and a lot of things that has elevated over the years to now where uh, we do have, we just overeat because it's there. You know, it's no fear of not being there tomorrow. Most of the cases now, some cases it is, but you know, most cases nowadays, it's not the fact that, you know, uh, we don't have enough in the home. It's that we our mental state. We don't have enough. You know, we want to eat this and we want to eat that. And we could just have eaten dinner. And here we go again. We trying to find something else. I know that's me. Like I, I can eat a full course meal and sometimes I'm not satisfied until I get something sweet, you know, and I don't have to eat a whole lot of it, but just as long as I eat something sweet, I can be full to capacity, but I got to feel like I have topped it off with a dessert. And that, you know, that that's the wrong frame of mind because we don't have to think like that, especially me being a diabetic and my eating habits have gotten me in a situation that I am with diabetes. I have been doing better, but I still struggle. Just like this morning when I got off from work, um, I got me a little breakfast bowl from Crystal's and here I am thinking, Oh, let me go to McDonald's and get me a smoothie. So I, Parker's was next to me and I love the Parker's lemonade but it runs my sugar up very high you know and that's part of the problem a lot of people don't look at the drinks that they drink you get these big gulps at these places the 32 ounces the are the super large size and we drink it down not considering a lot of times we don't have to eat anything it's the drinks with the sugar and stuff but uh, I sat there in front of Parker's and I contemplated I want me a lemonade, a fancy lemonade. And uh, my mind just said, should I go to the lemonade or should I just go home and get some water? Should I get the lemonade or should I get water? It took me about 20 minutes sitting in that parking lot, battling with myself, knowing that I did not need that lemonade. I left the lemonade right where it was, came home and got me some water. And I was just as satisfied. After that first initial battle, with the lemonade, you know, about the lemonade, after I told myself, no, I don't need it, I was fine. You know, a lot of times we have these little temper tantrums in our head about the little things we want. We want a burger, we want fries. And a lot of times if we choose to get something else, we'll be okay. So we have to learn how to tell ourselves no sometimes. That's interesting because one of the things you talked about was how we were reared. And when you're young, you're told, especially back in the day in our age, and I'm, well, I think I'm 10 or 9 years older than Patricia, <laughs> but still that same area of those parents wanting you to eat everything off your plate. And we don't have money to throw away food, so you're going to get in trouble if you throw that food away. So even if you wanted, didn't want the food, you had to eat it because you were made to so as we've gotten older we still feel like we have to eat the food because it's ingrained in us don't waste it don't be wasteful don't throw stuff away so me and my husband have i ain't gonna say arguments but we don't really have a full house anymore but he'll cook a lot of food and then he don't have no problem throwing food away it's me 
I see it as wasteful. If you cook all that food, why cook like that if we don't have a lot of people eating? My youngest son stays with us and he really does not eat like that. So why cook a pot of greens if the pot of greens is not going to get eaten? Why cook all that pig feet and stuff and he not supposed to eat it because he had a heart attack? I don't really eat like that anymore. So let's not be wasteful with the food he don't see it like that it's like after the first day maybe the second you know which i don't like eating a lot of leftovers either but i'll eat the leftovers as opposed to throwing the food away so we've been taught like that like we can't throw food away because food is it it costs and especially now we go in the store with inflation we hear about it on the news all the time and if we think about it why throw it away and we don't spot all of us don't get food stamps you know and even the people that get food stamps they still value what they buy and even though they're not using money to buy it so you think about it and it's like okay i could eat this amount and then the next day if it's a lot left you try to eat a little more so you won't have to throw it away but we really have to be conscious of our cooking and in moderation what we're eating and then also to set the example for the next generation that you don't have to eat like that you don't have to cook like that is healthy is is healthy alternatives to still full us and not overfull us to the point where you stretch your stomach and that takes more food to fill you yes um with the uh with the being red a lot of times even though we don't want to throw away food I have learned to use the mechanism of freezing. That works wonderful because a lot of times things that I cook like uh, vegetables, my husband, he's like two and he's done two meals out of it. He's done. So sometimes I'll freeze it. And a couple of weeks, you know, after that, I'll bring it out and he think I done cooked this four course meal, you know? (laughs) So I'll do that. But I, I have gotten myself into the habit of not frying anything. I don't fry anything. Um, Maybe, here I go again with the treats. Maybe every once a year, I may fry something. You know, like one time this year, I fried pork chopping out. I don't fry anything. I brawl or ball it, you know, or bake it. Um, But my rice and my bread is my worst enemies. And a lot of times we don't want to throw things away because we feel, you know, that that's a waste. So uh, we have to learn how to measure everything out so that we won't, you know, look at it as something that, oh, I don't want to throw away or, you know, I don't want to, you know, waste anything. And that's one of the things with, you know, how we're reared, but also in the family, you know, be an emotional eater. If something happens, if, if someone die, we uh, tend to get together and we eat. Um, if someone is born, we tend to get together and eat. Baby showers, we tend to get together and eat. Uh, funerals, we get together and eat. Um, uh, Christmas, we get together and eat. Thanksgiving, all of these things are, are things that we celebrate each other and we celebrate with food. I mean, someone coming into town, we going out to eat. And a lot of things we we choose, we should not choose. You know, we just just picking things because they're good to the taste you know um instead of deciding to get broccoli at dinner a lot of times when i go out to eat you know i get 
a baked potato and baked potato is not always good for you you know it's a lot of starch and and i know it's not good for diabetics because of the uh starch and stuff in it and the rice and stuff that's not good so instead of getting broccoli i'll choose a baked potato um fully loaded of course you know um and that's not a good choice why not the broccoli broccoli is just as good and you can have a little cheese nothing is wrong with cheese you know in moderation you know everything is okay but you know we have to learn how to you know um choose better choices yes awesome awesome and while patricia was giving her input i we ended up improvising and i have tamara on my on her phone so she's still joining us next we have um she's an authoress she's a health and wellness coach she's a inspirational person herself know how to encourage people with her words with her testimonies with just in her interactions and conversations with people she knows how to encourage you even when she's going through herself so I would now like to bring to our front Ms. Tamara Brown Hodges, who, like I said, she's a health and wellness coach, and she's going to tell us what she wants us to know today and also share some of her story with her, with us. So welcome, Tamara. Hello, sis. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Patricia's here and I'm here. And now we're glad we were able to get you on the phone so that that I said in the beginning that the enemy really tried us today, but he would not get any glory. Definitely not. He always trying us this. Amen. Keep on, keep on going. Yes, yes. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. So I'm so glad that I we we were talking about doing this for a while with the two of you, and some things came up and we weren't able to do it for Thanksgiving. But I'm so happy we're doing this holiday episode in time for Christmas, so that we can give people some information and have them think about the choices and the eating that they do on Christmas instead of overindulging. Right. So what what would you like to share with us today? I would just like to share that you first have to start with the, it's a mind thing. Um, I've tried so many different diets and when I finally decided that, hey, I'm not going to diet anymore, I'm going to make a lifestyle change and that's what I did. And I just kind of adopted the concept um, when you change your mindset, you change your life. Mm-hmm. So I don't care what kind of diet you you do. Um, if your mind is not right, it, it's, you're not going to accomplish anything. I've started so many different diets and stopped so many different diets. I kept starting and kept stopping, kept giving you know giving up because nothing seemed to be working. Right. But I realized that it's all of, it's all about the mind. Mm. You have to want want it. You have to want the change. So you have to make healthier choices. That's true. And it's it's the mindset. That's the way it starts at because we can want to do it. But if your mind is not set on doing it, we're going to find some reason to cheat. Like Patricia was saying earlier about celebrations, you know, we can be on track and then some a birthday or something comes up or like she said even a, a sister comes in town or a relative comes in town and we want to take them out to eat and we always find an occasion to eat and an occasion to go a little more than we think than we know we should 
and then we feel bad about it later when we're cramping at night we get those bad stomach I know I used to get those bad stomach cramps the way I've eaten so much and I've stretched my stomach and I try to eat more and more for whatever reason sometimes it was just for comfort sometimes I was just going through stuff and I would want to eat I would get full up off of sweets and and that was my comfort food Snickers and chocolate chip cookies and cakes and just I would eat and I would be content but then later I would feel bad and question myself well why did you do that why did you eat like that so I know we're not the only ones that struggle with that and that's why I wanted to put this together actually the Lord put it in my spirit to do this because a lot of us not only women suffer from the food trap suffer from getting comfort from food or getting stress out from food and and you feel worse at an hour or two later you feel worse yes and so my biggest thing i know we both we always talk about that that sugar craving that sweets craving you right. know we find ourselves eating that more because it, it is comfort food you know we go through a lot of things in our life and and, and it could be anything that kind of just throw you off you think you're doing good and it just throw you off track. Somebody come with some bad, terrible news yeah. or, you know, something's going on with your children, your family, you know, anything. And you find yourself being on that track, the good track and doing well, staying focused. And then all of a sudden you back into those same old habits of getting, you know, eating those sweets and those that sugar, which is, is horrible for us. And you brought up a good point because, and they don't so much do it now. I know some years ago they used to do it and they still do it some now where when someone passed away and you would bring food to that family. I know my former pastor, she would make sure that that family ate the whole week. So that's a thing we had too, to where, like I said, it's not so much anymore, but you still see some people that still take food to the families and we sit and we eat and we grieve the person that's gone and we talk about them and then we catch up with people we haven't talked to in a while and we eat so for a baby yeah for a a baby shower we eat graduation we eat we find every occasion to eat and overeat that is celebratory and as Trisha talked about that um, that celebratory eating and celebrating and Oh, being in grief later after you celebrated and stretched your stomach, basically. Eating all the wrong foods. (laughs) Yes, yes, eating all the wrong foods. And that's the key we want to get to today about making the good, making the right choices so that when you eat, you can be full and not regret it later or not feel sick later. I know as a diabetic, I was eating the wrong food and, and it was basically killing me and I didn't even know I was eating the wrong food because I wasn't going to a doctor to take care of my health I didn't know I was a diabetic till I got in crisis and had to go to the ER and my sugar was so high and that's when I got diagnosed because the last time I was at the ER my sugar was higher than it was the last time so I did my A1C and it was through the roof so I got diagnosed as a type 2 diabetic and it took that to really get me to seriously look at my health but it shouldn't have took that because diabetes run in my family so it shouldn't have took that but here I am as a diabetic and I'm doing better now but it took a health crisis to, yes. to scare me into doing what I need to do for my health Trisha you, you got anything to chime in on that? Uh, yes um, even with uh, being diagnosed a lot of times 
um, I, I have uh, tried to eat right and then, you know, get back off course. But I noticed mentally, when you eat right, you feel much better. Mm-hmm. But with your mind, when you eat all that junk, you feel bad afterwards, not just mentally. Sometimes I get like sick and I don't feel as good as I should. And sometimes I can't walk that far because I don't ate my the wrong stuff that makes my sugar sky high and I feel bad and dizzy and 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 different things like that. Um if we just practice eating the right things. Yeah. And I heard that if you do something for 21 days, then it becomes a habit, you know, yes. and you can break any habit in 21 days. That's what I've heard. So if we try to at least, you know, eat healthy to get out of that barrier of mental um that mental comfort to eat because it is good or um you know it's appeasing or because we're celebrating something if we choose better things you know uh, we'll be much healthier you know um we can't look for crutches to eat you know um my boyfriend left me I'm gonna eat you know, uh, eat a carrot, you know, and I literally like carrots, you know, but I don't choose that when I'm going through. I don't think about no carrot where that cake at, you know, that's what I'm thinking. Where the cake at? You know, you want to, you want to do some damage or, uh, like I joke with it at job when, when we have, uh, I work for mental health and sometimes it's real stressful. And at the end of the day, I tell my nurse manager, I'll say, I'm going to do some damage today. I'm not drinking a Coke Zero. I'm going to get a real Coke. And she just busts out laughing. But sometimes, you know, you feel, and you, and you know that the, the real Coke do it, it's doing the damage. No soda is, is good. You should drink water. But, you know, they have the Zero Cokes that they say a little better, but all the diet. And, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a little research on that. But it's better than the, the real soda. But, you know, it's not healthy water is the best way but I say I'm gonna get me a real coke today and you know we know these things do us damage you know but we have to learn how to not you know choose these things you know um it it, like Tam said earlier it's the mental our mental place we have to learn to say it's okay not to eat them you know I I know I had to tell myself Patricia you don't need that Mm -hmm. you have one piece Mm-hmm. One piece is good. Mm-hmm. One piece is okay. I'm talking to myself like a baby. And sometimes <laughs> I have to laugh because I'm like, you know, I'm pacifying myself. But it works, you know, because I know my health issues. And that's why, you know, um, I chose to do a lot of things differently. But we shouldn't have to wait until we get health scares yeah. to do better for ourselves. Weight hinders our longevity. You know, uh, the, these, um, the life expectancy, because like my doctor told me, he's like, you know, um, I'm, I am literally 400 pounds. You can't tell it because how I carry myself and, you know, my, I'm more muscle than fat, but and tall. yeah, and tall and, and I'm literally 400 pounds. And my doctor told me, he said, you know what? You're not going to live as long as a skinny person that thing did something to me not just skinny healthier person mm-hmm. a person that's choosing and when I thought about that I was like dog so if I can live to 70 I probably won't live to 70 I'll live to 50 
you know, because I'm 46 now instead of going 70. So I thought in my head, I need to do something now. I need to get up off this couch, eating different things and, and change, you know, my lifestyle, you know, change your thinking, change your life. Like Tam said earlier, you know, uh, we have to learn how to motivate ourselves to do good instead of I think I can I think I can you know you can yeah you got this you can do it you even though it's Christmas and we're celebrating with families if you're gonna have a piece of cake get one piece one piece is okay you know mm-hmm. unless you're a real bad diabetic and you don't need it but you know you shouldn't be in the middle of the night sneaking up getting more cake <laughs> and ice cream yeah this sis you did you put your foot in that cake and you trying to get the cake all night long you know, yeah, you don't have to eat it every day. You know, just a, a little along the way. And even with rice, I have learned how to portion myself because my mental state is rice. I love rice. And uh, we were raised on it because it stretched the meals. So what I've learned to do, because I think I always have to have rice, I'll use yeah. a spoonful and put me mm-hmm. one little spoonful, not no big old, just a regular tablespoon full of rice on my plate with my food just mm-hmm. to be satisfied and, and guess what I am so satisfied with that you know just because I can have rice it's, it's a mental thing you know yeah. and I, I, I'll pile my plate with the vegetables and mm-hmm. I'll get me a piece of meat and 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 that little rice I gotta have it I don't have to have bread but that rice in the drink so I have learned how to you know water focus on water you know and and try to do better for myself because i want to live longer yes yes there's two things i want to talk about while patricia brought up the water um i seen tamara and ashley city trends today and we were talking about our struggles with water and at one time she was drinking a gallon a day she was doing really good with the water and I'm going to let her explain that because water is essential to weight loss you need to drink water we need the equivalent of and she could give Tamara could give us more information about that but we need water to lose weight effectively so it's on you Tam yes um, like you said I was drinking a gallon of water I mean, doing good. I had to pray about it first because water has not been my my friend, my best mm-hmm. friend or anything uh, most of my life. So that was one thing I did not do, and that was drink a lot of water, which I knew I needed to because I started having um, aches and in, um, in my joints, and I was told that you're not drinking enough water. You know, you start drinking more water, you won't feel as bad. So I prayed about it, and I was able to get up to um, one, at least one gallon of water a day, and then. I was hit with COVID. I know some of you, you know, may have had COVID before, but I ended up with COVID the first time. That was um, last year, I want to say in July. And from that point, I wasn't able to drink the gallon. I mean, I was so sick that just even a little bit of water to a point where I even got dehydrated. That's how bad my body needed the water, but I wasn't drinking it because I was so sick. And then I after I think maybe a month or so after I was over COVID I started forcing myself to drink at least eight cups because it was putting my spirit to at least get eight cups in and that would be 64 ounces mm-hmm. so you should drink and at least your body I believe it's the body weight um has to uh, get the calculation of that but, but a lot of times they tell you to drink this at least eight glasses you know mm-hmm. eight cups, cups of water that you need to be actually drinking based on your body weight 
Right. And sometimes eight, cu- eight cups is not even enough. But I was able to get back to um, 64 ounces of water, which is eight cups. Mm-hmm. And then a, a year later, I ended up uh, with COVID again. Yes. And I and this was this time it was uh, it was matter of fact it was uh, it was uh, July again a year a year later mm-hmm. I ended up with COVID. And when I tell you since July. It has been a struggle with me drinking water. I'm not even drinking um, the six four ounces I was drinking. I, sometimes I might get um, two cups in, which is what sixteen ounces. Yeah, and that's on a, bad, a very bad day. Um, but the most, I don't think I've even gotten. Um, I think maybe four cups in. So that has been my biggest struggle. I don't know what happens with my with my body. I can try to drink it, but it has not been. I have not been able to drink the water. But I know it's it's, it's most important. And I think with me even losing weight, um, I think I, like I told you earlier that I felt like I had hit a plateau because I'm not getting the water and that I need right. to be getting it. Because that water helps release those toxins. You know, everything that's in the body that needs to come out, you need to be drinking water so you can release that. And I have not been, I have not been able to, but that's, that's like I told you earlier, that's something we're praying about. Because yes. we're not going to let that continue. Like food um, has, has, um, has been my stronghold for, for years. And um, I've overcome that part. I'm able to eat healthier, make wiser choices. Yes. And I'm going to, I'm not going to let this water beat me. <laughs> I got to get back, it, and back I to drinking the water. Way. I feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah, because at least yours changed after COVID. I ain't had no COVID. I just struggled with water. I've tried. I got the water app, and the thing kept going off till I got frustrated with it. I took the app off my phone. It's the just... water app. I got the water mugs. I got yeah. the gallon encouraging me each time. And I bought, I bought that before I had COVID, and that's how I ended up getting up to the whole gallon because I had the water telling me what time to drink it and encouraged right. me to keep, keep going. And I would try to get it all in by by seven o'clock in the afternoon, in the evening. And like I said, it was doing good. Right now, that water jug is right up under my cabinet somewhere. (laughs) 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 And um, it's I don't I don't know, but we know that water that is one of the things. If you could stop drinking the sodas and stop drinking all those sugary juices, and see a lot of people like to drink juice, and these sodas are so high in sugar. Yes. If you make that one change, and that's what I started doing, I made that one change and said I was going to stop drinking sodas, and that's what you know, that's what I did. Um, so the smallest things make the biggest difference, you know. Yes. You'll see, it's the difference in not drinking those sodas will make. And that's the and thing. Do, replace you know, it, replace it, replace yeah. those things with water. Water. And I've I've stayed away from the sodas, but I have been drinking juice. I've been drinking orange juice, which is oh. definitely sugar loaded. And yes. my goal now is to replace the orange juice with water because I drink orange juice a lot and I know it's not good for me. I know it will spike my sugar. But once again, that mental thing, that mental aspect of, you know, I can't drink sodas no more. I mean, I could, but I don't want to. I don't want to drink the sodas. But that doesn't mean I can lavish into something else so I just replace one bad thing with another but it's juice so we feel that we can but we really can't because it's still sugar so now I want to replace the juices with water and I'm glad we were able to talk about that because that's a lot of people struggle especially 
this time of year when the weather changes and in the summertime you can drink water because it's hot and when you go out the water you get that look like a glass of ice water will refresh you coming in out that heat but when it's cold the last thing i want to think about is hot water room temperature water cold water no kind of water except the washing i'm not thinking about no water to drink but we have to especially now because we can get dehydrated in the winter time as well we have yeah. to find ways and one way might not work for the one person and it might work for another but you have to find what works for you to get okay. that water in and to get that balance of not drinking those sugary drinks but to drink what our body needs we are composed of water mm-hmm. so we have to drink what we're That's made true. of we mm-hmm. have to um, the second thing I want to touch on which all three of us probably can chime in on is what weight does to our limbs to our bodies Um, because I have knee issues because of the weight I was and because of injury I had that didn't get taken care of properly but as the years and I got older weight became a hindrance to me with that with especially my right knee because I only have now 8% cartilage in that knee so technically I'm not supposed to be walking I thank God I am I, I walk fine but I know you know, every now and then it'll pain me a little bit, so I know it's, it's still an issue. But when I was heavier, my knee would buckle on me. It would give in on me as I walked. So I would like both of y'all to chime in on that, the limb issues with weight and how that affects our everyday movement when we're heavier. Okay, um, on that issue, uh, I also have knee problems. And uh, I've been having it for a while. You know, I always thought, you know, because I can walk, I can go, I can still, you know, um, do things that it wasn't bothering, my weight wasn't bothering me. But I beg to differ because when I went to the hospital one time, because my knee just totally did something crazy, I ended up falling. And only thing I can think in my mind is, oh, Lord, I'm going down. I couldn't even stop myself, you know, because my knee, my knee gave out on me. And I had to, my doctor gave me shots and stuff in my knee or whatever. But that is a, a, a big problem with your your body weight. Your knee, your knee gives out, your your limbs give out. Um, I even know with my back, you know, carrying all this weight, I have back problems, you know, and it makes you not want to move and not, and, and if anybody know anything, that's the worst thing you could do when you're overweight is sit there and do nothing because, you know, you, 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 you sit, you tend to get trapped. I, I, I have, I, I like to binge watch my 600 pound life and, and I watch the things that the people do. And I was like, shoot, I don't eat all that food, but here I am, you know, 400 pounds. And I'm like, I can't even eat all that food like that. I eat maybe two pieces of chicken and 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 a biscuit or something and, and uh soda, that's gonna make me, you know, I gain weight constantly with that. You know, and a lot of times we look at these things and think you have to eat that much, but it's the choice that you're choosing to, mm-hmm. to eat with it. And mm-hmm. those people are sitting there, they're they're morbidly obese and they can't move. Mm-hmm. And that weight hinders your movement so every day I have to force myself Trisha get up move do something because the more movement I do you know I can kind of 
fight the little things that are ain't, you know, with the movement, you know, to tell you to exercise and stuff. But when you overweight, a lot of times you can't exercise. Like now, I cannot ride a bicycle. I can't go out there and ride like anybody because my knees won't allow me. Mm-hmm. I done messed up my knee because of the weight. And a lot of times people, oh, go running and stuff. I can't do that. You know, I have to take my time and, and walk. And, and, and it's not impossible to exercise. I'm saying when you when you put all that weight on you, it's harder mm-hmm. to do it. It messes up your limbs, even my arms with my elbows and stuff. I can feel it because it, it's a lot to lift all this, you know, this meat up I got on me. You know, so we have to consider our body. Our body is a temple of the Lord. And, you know, you can't destroy your body. Yes. You know, you got the, you only get one. And a lot of times we wait too late. You can't wait to 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 get your body right. Like I'm trying to lose weight on this on this knee now, you know, but that's something I should have been doing. It's not too late because it's not totally gone yet. Mm-hmm. But my cartilage is it's probably hanging on by a thread. And my right, it was my right knee. Now here go my left knee acting up. I said, oh no, this is the devil. I got to get up off of this weight. And I know that that's what it is. Yes. Yes. Well, chime in a little bit on that, Tamara. It's the same for me. I can totally agree. I can um, relate to that. I want to say um, back in 2011 or 12, I had an accident that just was unexplainable. I just went, I went to sit down on my bed, which was a little bit, the mattress was a little bit higher up, but I sat down and I just dislocated the joint in my knee. I could not move. I couldn't do anything. And it was, I could not explain it. You know, they thought I had, you know, done something, but I, I just sat down. But, but because of the weight I had been carrying mm-hmm. all those years, um, it just dislocated the joint, you know, in, uh, in my knee and had to rush to the hospital. I could not move. Um, they tried. They thought it was an injury. Um, I kept telling them I didn't do anything, but actually sat down. And they actually, I had actually had to have knee surgery on my left knee. Oh wow! And they told me to be careful because when I woke, I, which I didn't didn't think that was going to happen, but they um end up giving me the anesthesia and put me to sleep. And I woke up. I had a brace from my ankle on up to my um thigh, mm. and I had been cut. Uh, had thirty seven stitches on my left leg, mm. and talking about something painful oh I mean that was that was some kind of some unbearable pain you know back then but they they told me that you know I needed to lose the weight because the same thing was going to happen to my right knee exactly. and I be careful you know and be really careful with that knee but how do you tell somebody that had surgery in the left knee to be careful with the right knee because you're going to put more pressure on this on the right knee because that's the good you know the good yeah. leg the good you know so now we're in it's 2022 and when I tell you the pain that sometimes I have from from this, I still had the pain in the left um, leg and knee, but the right now is giving me a problem. Mm. And and sometimes it is, I mean, excruci- sometimes I'm in excruciating pain, especially when I'm, I'm working and coming home, I'm walking a lot. Um, not only that, I had been in a car accident uh, that, it hit, that, that caused injury to my back. And of course they told me then, you gotta lose weight. You gonna always have problems with your back, right? But I have not, you know, I have I have lost some weight, but because I've been overweight so you know so long, um, the pain is not as bad as it used to be. But I it's, I have a lot more weight to lose. 
Well, I and saw they come you today. From you, I saw you today, and you you look good. You have been on a steady trend because you look good. Thank you. Really you. Do. you 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 can tell you take the journey seriously because you look really good, and I I'm just thankful that we're waking up at a time where it's literally not too late. Yeah. And so we do not, have time to medications, right? You know, or anything. Um, I did when I had COVID the second time. Uh, my blood pressure skyrocketed. Um, and they would, they even thought about putting me in the hospital at that time. Mm. But and they and they actually prescribed to, to keep me from going to the hospital. The doctor actually prescribed me some blood pressure medication, mm. and I said. They, matter of fact, they gave me like five different medications, and I said I'm only taking what I need to take. But because my blood pressure is so high, I said I'm gonna have to take it to you know get it uh, down or elevated or whatever. But I told myself, and I did not even finish the blood pressure medication because I was determined. I was like, I am not. I have not taken blood pressure medication in over 17 years, and that was because of my last pregnancy. They uh, I, um, became high risk. Okay. But I um I have not take, had to take any blood pressure medication. And I said, I refuse. I said, I have come too far. And and, and, and to say that I'm going to, you know, start taking this medication. I started it for, you know, uh, I think a week or so I took it or whatever. And I said, uh-uh. And I, and I, and I said, I'm not, taking, I'm not taking this. I said, I'm going to get myself back, you know, back together after I get through this, this, um, this uh, COVID and everything. And I said, um, I'm not going to be on the medication. Yeah. I didn't want that to be, you know. Some people have to take it, but I said I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna um, start that that medication and have to continue, you know, on it. And that's the thing too. Big Pharma is making a killing mm-hmm. off of and doctors that prescribe it to us because it it coats it, but it doesn't heal it. Yeah. And some that's of the those... they, they they prescribe these medications to you. A lot of them don't even try to tell you what you need to do or, or give you any help to help you get off the medication. If the first thing they tell you, oh, you you have to take this for the rest of your life. No, I don't. Right. I had to learn that. Right. No, I don't. And I get to the root, you know, root of the problem. That's right. They want to buy medication on top of medication. Yes. And a lot of that medications cause long-term side effects. Yes. And I know with the metformin, if mm. you take that over a period of time, it messes up your uh, kidneys and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Um, a lot of that they they do so they can keep it's just like a car dealership they only fix it enough to to get you this place mm-hmm. and then a lot okay. of times you have other things that go wrong you know so if you taking that medicine they know your kidney's gonna fail one day so then mm-hmm. oh they got another patient and that's oh, yeah. more money if you got kidney failure you know yeah. instead of just telling you well alleviate the stress choose the better choices when you're eating you don't have to eat this food with high salt mm-hmm. and this and that and the other you know say some of them will tell you that but they talk so fast they don't like oh, to yeah. break it down to us yeah and really sit down and have a hot dog some doctors don't have good bedside manners mm-hmm. you know but they they don't want to sit and okay we're going to get off this medicine i have a doctor thank god that's like that okay we're not going to be on this forever we're going to do the right things so that we can get off this medication and you can function on your own because that's what the body naturally is made to do. It heals it itself. Heals itself right. So you can do it. You just got to do what you have to do for yourself. Right. We have to do what we have to do for ourselves. And even with that being said, I, I, I'm not going to get off track, but 
a lot of times when they tell us eat plenty of fruit and vegetables, that's that's true. But you have to choose the fruits and vegetables wisely mm-hmm. because like all vegetables are not good and all fruits are not good. Right. You know, I had to learn what my doctor, she told me, you know, berries are very good for you. Mm-hmm. But like if you eat a whole bunch of grapes because it's got that sugar in it, mm-hmm. bananas and apples and, 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 and oranges, those are not good uh, fruit for you. You know, you can eat one or two, but you know, not the, focusing on, oh, I'm doing the right thing. My doctor said eat plenty of fruits and vegetables, but nobody is breaking down to you what types of fruit and vegetables to eat. Mm-hmm. They might give you paperwork, and nine times out of ten, you're not going to read the paperwork. Some of us will now. I know Latanya will because she reads will, everything. Read everything. But me, I don't read that stuff. I'll be like, man, please, I know what it, I know what she said. I'm gonna do what she said. And the paperwork's clearly saying eat this type of vegetable, right. eat this type of fruit, or whatever. Yeah. And that's a lot of traps. We uh, we think we doing something when we eating plenty of fruits and vegetables. We may be eating potatoes and and, and corns and stuff like that. Oh, my doctor said eat fruits and vegetables, but those are the wrong types of fruit mm-hmm. and vegetables. We have to we have to educate ourselves in this yes. battle with food yes. and um you know try to get ourselves on track because a lot of times doctors are not going to tell you. some of them will now. You got some of them that will get in there and say we gonna we gonna fight this together. I know my doctor does that. You know, we're going to do this together. And she, she rejoices me when my A1C is down. Okay, let's keep it down. Whatever you're doing, keep doing it. But we, I know we can do better, you know. And you shouldn't have to get medication to to help you lose weight because your mind, you can you can truly do it yourself. I was trying to um, get the, that, this medication, this little uh, shot to help me lose weight because I have literally tried everything. But you know what I didn't try? I didn't focus myself mentally to get on myself to do the right thing. So I know mentally it's, 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 you got to get on yourself. You know, you have to chastise yourself. You know, okay, we're not going to eat that today. We're going to eat this. Mm. Let's do this. And then sometimes I, I, well, a lot of times when I do that, I feel good about myself, you know. Man, I chose to eat the right thing today. Go on, Trisha. You gonna be? I like to say I'm gonna be skinty. I'm gonna be on the beach with a two piece on. <laughs> I'm gonna be real skinty, you know. But I want to be healthy. Yeah, I want to be healthy. I want to be vibrant. I want to be able to run down the street if I need to. Sometimes, I, if I didn't eat good, I feel like running and stuff. I said, but I ain't gonna put it. You know, I ain't gonna get too much over in my head. I'd be running and be on the float. But you know, <laughs> I feel good yes, when I yes. eat good, yes. and we have to want to get that feeling all the time. Right. It makes you feel good. Honestly, it, it do. You have to try it and stick with it. It's not going to hurt us. It's not going to neglect our body. You know, them sweets do something. I always say they're the devil. You know, they're the devil. They talking to that's the devil. You know, but we we have to we have to choose. You know, just like good and evil, we have to choose. You know, sweets, you no know, sweets, vegetables. You know, uh, certain types of vegetables and juices. Please stay away from the juices. Juices yes. are not good. Yes, especially the orange juice. Yes, yeah. I I, I I had to stop because I used to love. I used to have orange juice all the time, but. When I learned that that was bad for my diabetes, I stopped drinking it. I don't have that battle anymore. But Lord have mercy, 
now I got these Coke Zeros that I got to get rid of. <laughs> Even though they say that's the better, I turned them, but my doctor said, really, no soda, no soda. water. Focus on the water. Yeah. But I done got onto the Coke Zero band, you know, so I'm trying to wean myself off of so many of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, something that, you know, we hear about is peer pressure with kids in school. But if you pay attention to it and if you really think about it, it's peer pressure in eating because if you're around an atmosphere where people are in a big, situational party whatever and everybody's loading up and you getting vegetables or whatever have y'all experienced where people will start messing with you because you're not eating what they eat yeah you trying to get skinny what you trying to do okay you try you try to make us feel bad girl you better put some food on your plate yeah yeah and then you start thinking about where well, everybody else eating i could just eat this one time and then the next day you know the next day when the party over you want to eat again yeah. because you don't stretch your stomach we have to be careful when people trying to do the right thing and we you know want them to do what we doing but thinking it's not hurting them but we don't know people personal struggles because most of the time they keep it to themselves and to fit in and to keep from sticking out yeah they probably will eat that thing that they really don't want to eat just to make everybody else feel okay and not stick out but we have to respect we adults we have to be mindful of how we're treating people we don't know what kind of emotional state somebody is in we don't know what they're battling all we know is they making us feel some kind of way because we know we're supposed to be eating the fruit you know, the, the, the broccoli and the dressing that they got but you know we want them to do what we doing so put that food on your plate put that bird food down well you know let each person do what they want to do to benefit themselves you know and pick up something from them it ain't, it's not troublesome to eat some bird food if that's what you call it sometimes because we all can change our diet and how we eat and diet is i hate that word because i crashed diet for years myself mm-hmm. and trisha talked about that earlier with trying to find a quick fix and trying to get that thing that it took years to get the stuff on but we try to find a quick solution mm-hmm. to get it off and when it don't come off quick then we get upset and then we go back and eat worse than we did before mm-hmm. so it's a cycle and mentally it's a cycle that we need to break is we need to mentally get on page with we, we think we have the thoughts to do the right thing but when it's time to do the right thing sometimes we don't so that's where a strong support system comes in we need to let our families know what we're doing talk to our friends talk to the people we usually go out with and eat with and let them know i can't eat what y'all eat so y'all can get it but don't pressure me to get it you know we have to really be talking to those people real around so that they don't feel some kind of way because we trying to be different but yet we don't want to feel some kind of way because you want us to fit in so everybody can be happy we all can go out and do what we do but i'm just doing something different so have y'all had experiences like that oh yes i can say i at one point it came from you know trying just different things at one point i want to be a vegetarian and i call myself stop eating meat but that was on my you know that was my decision my Mm -hmm. choice Right. And of course, had a family member invite me to a barbecue, and I said, well, "No, I'm not. I'm not going to come because I'm not eating meat. It doesn't make sense for me to come, and I'm not. You know, I have cho- I have not eaten meat in six months. And of course, they kept saying, "Oh, you can just come. We're going to have some other, you know, other things there. 
bitch you can eat and me I'm like okay I'll go you know just to socialize mm-hmm. and you know this is I'm, I'm going and do you know I went to that barbecue and even though I ate vegetables and stuff they did have vegetables they had barbecue ribs they had chicken and like I said when I said I didn't eat meat for six months I hadn't eaten meat for six months and me I was so tempted. That's why you gotta be careful when, when to go, you know, go places or whatever. You know, you're gonna be tempted mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And by me not eating meat for six six months, and I mean did good for six whole months, that barbecue was calling my name. It was like <laughs> it was sitting on the table, and it was like, Tana, come get me. You know, you want to look at this. You know, you know, you want to look. And of course, I listened. I fell into the temptation. Yes, yes. I got that barbecue chicken in the rib, and I thought it was going to be one piece, you know? And when I tell you, two weeks later, I was still having that barbecue. Mm. And I think it was a restaurant. I don't remember the name of it, but it was right there on Henry Street. And I tell you, they had some good barbecue. I was going there a couple times a week. Wow. Had to have that barbecue taste. I had to have it. And I'm, I'm, when I tell you, it was for weeks. And so that, that ended my um my vegetarian uh days. I was like, I would never do that again. <laughs> you oh, know? Wow. But I was doing so well. I had lost, you know, had lost weight and I felt so much better from not eating meat for six months. But now I won't do the just go totally vegetarian, not eat meat. I've learned on this journey not to deprive myself. Mm-hmm. Because when I start out and I deprive myself from food, hey, this is life. We're around right. food all the time. Right. So I, my motto is, if I want it, I'm going to eat it. I'm going to get it. But I'm going to eat it in moderation. That's right. I'm not going to eat the whole pack of cookies. Like, I'll sit there. You know, sometimes we get packs. What we have to do, what, what I started doing was, if I want some cookies, I mean, I don't buy a lot of snacks. But when I do, I have the little snack bags, the little small snack bags. Instead of just how it used to be, well, I'll sit there eat a whole pack of cookies. I may put the, whatever the serving is. If the serving say three cookies in a bag, right. uh, um, I'll put three cookies in there. And then I'll eat those two to three cookies or whatever. And guess what? I'm satisfied. So we have to learn to to eat in moderation. Just like um, Sis said earlier. Sis said earlier. If we're going to get it or whatever, you, ain't got, you know, eat it in moderation. It's, it's, it's balanced. That's what it is. Yeah. Because this is a lifestyle change. Oh wow! We lost time from your, oh, you your journey of getting healthier because a lot of people don't want to start because oh I can't have this it's so hard it's not hard right right and it's not hard when you re- when you know well hey. I'm, if I want something, we get in a habit of eating healthy, and you may have a taste for something. We also have to pay attention to our crave, our body. Mm-hmm. When you're craving, like I, um, um, I told you, I stopped drinking the water when I was drinking the, at least a gallon of water, mm-hmm. and I started craving salty stuff, you know, salty things or whatever. I, I, I looked at the cravings. It's a cravings chart that I was um, um, looked at that said that if your body needed, the, you know, sometimes your body does need salt. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when you're craving that salt, it's your body is telling you de- you dehydrated. You're not yeah. getting enough water. Right. And I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know it either. But see, once you start, you t- you you take this journey seriously because you've done wrong for so long. Like like Christian said, said earlier, our body is our temple. Mm-hmm. It's a temple. Right. It's pure and holy. And then we've been eating the wrong things for so long. You know, we grew up eating the wrong foods or whatever. And then we were told you better eat everything on your plate. Mm-hmm. And 
to food mm-hmm. and you bet you can't leave the table until you eat all the mm-hmm. food you know we bring my food you know you want to eat all this but then as you know as a child growing up your body didn't need all that food right exactly right they the two and three meats and you know a whole plate of macaroni and cheese and mm-hmm. red right you know mm-hmm. all that stuff and they put it on that they pile on that plate and then they tell you you better eat all of it mm. yeah i think we all had that experience as a child it- um, you better eat all of it. Are you gonna Are you gonna get in trouble because you're being wasteful? And we, so we ate all of it, but we grew up with that mentality that we gotta eat all of it. We gotta eat everything on the plate, and we fill the plate up, unfortunately. And then we would try to eat everything on the plate. So yeah, it's this this trap is serious, but it's only a trap if you let it be a trap. And it's been a for us so long, you know, yeah. but I thank God for changing that mentality and say, you know, hey, I don't care what you try. Another thing, too, I had to let it put him first. Yes. Focus, I focus on him and not the food. That's right. And That's right. And right. mm. to help me on this journey. I said, I cannot do this on my own. Mm. And when I did that, and I told God, I can't do this on my own. I need help. He gave me instructions, specific instructions. This was last year, June. He told me, to start um, exercising 30 to 45 minutes per day and drink you 84 ounces of water. And I remember you had told me that. You did. Yeah. He gave me specific. I cried out to him. And I said, I cannot do this on my own. It's not, you cannot do it on your own. That's yeah. right. That's right. And he specifically told me this was May 31st and it said start June 1st. And I said, you mean to tell me? I said, that's something I've never done before. It's my exercising every day. Mm-hmm. You're talking about seven days a week, 30, 45 minutes a day. I had to laugh. I said, I know you, you're not talking to me, God. I'm talking to me. The person that don't exercise, you know, like that. You said seven days a week. But you notice, like you said, we pray about everything else. We can pray about that. We can take that to God as well about our appetites and helping us to not eat those things that um, we shouldn't be eating. That's our father. He loves us. And the things we're concerned about, he's concerned about. So if we're concerned about what we put our mouth in our mouth, he is too. Yeah. So we can take that to him in prayer. And he'll hear us because I had to take it to prayer myself. That yeah. He helped me because even after, you know, for the first, from I got diagnosed in January. January through, I guess my birthday, I did good. But then I started noticing, you know, I don't feel bad. I could slip and do this. Uh, I could slip and do that. Next thing, I had to catch myself because I was slipping a lot. And I went went to CC's, which people that's listening that's not local, CC's is an all-you-can-eat pizza buffet. And I sat in there, and I just ate pizza and ate pizza and ate pizza. And before I got up from that table, I couldn't get up because I got dizzy and I got sick to the table. I had to sit there until I felt better. And I was asking myself, Lord, why did I do this? And he said, you stepped out of side of what I told you. And he was absolutely, which he ain't gonna lie, because God cannot lie. But he told me what I needed to hear. I stepped outside of what he told me to do because my I wanted some pizza. So I couldn't go in there and act like a civilized person. I went in there and act like somebody that hadn't ate in months and sat there and hurt them people bar like that. It was shameful. I kept going back up there getting plates and my stomach was full I was full after the first two but I kept going back up there like this a buffet I ain't spent no six ninety nine for no two slices of pizza I'm gonna eat all I can eat and got sick 
Exactly. That's what it is. We have that buffet mentality. Yes. You know? I yes. eat my money. I'm going to eat this too. Yes, and that's the I'm thing. I'm yes. my work. You know. We go to do damage. We go to do damage. That's right. We eat. That's right. We just, what is it, gluttony? Gluttony, yeah. yeah. We don't need all that food. Yep. And we sit there because we paid for it. I'm going to eat my share. Yeah, you know? and that's what I was saying. I can't be full off of two because I ain't eight six ninety nine worth of pizza. <laughs> I'm going to eat some more. So I kept going up there. And then, you know, people start staring at you when you keep getting up. And the little bus boy wasn't coming around the bus for table. So the little plates were stacking up. So I tried it when the last time I got up, I was putting plates on empty tables. So my plate, my table wouldn't draw that much attention. But I had done ate a whole lot. And then I got ready to get up and my head just started swimming. I was like, oh, Lord, what have I done? Now I want to call on the Lord because I done messed up. Now I ain't call on him when I was doing all that eating, but I done messed up. Now I'm sick of, oh, Lord, you got to help me get home. Oh, Lord, help me feel better. I mean, I called on the Lord out loud. People was actually looking at me, but I ain't care because they all looked at me when I was eating so y'all could look at me and I was calling on the Lord. So... That was a lesson in itself, because then I had to go home, because I was still looking bad. My husband asked me what was wrong. I told him what I did, and he started shaking his head here. Why did you do that? I said, I I couldn't even tell you why. Until this day, all I could say is I wanted it. I wanted it, so I went in there and got it, and couldn't just eat the two, because I paid (laughs) $6.99. And that was six nine nine worth a little cheap pizza because it's a little thin pizza. Y'all know how CC's pizza is. It ain't but so it's thin. So I figured I could eat by eight. I ate more than eight. I ain't gonna even sit here and try because y'all know I ain't no liar. I ate pizza that day and then it, it didn't take a few minutes for that pizza to weigh back on me. Yeah, and then it got the cinnamon rolls too, sister. That oh, you know, I didn't even make it to the cinnamon rolls. Oh. So I probably would have passed out and ate if I had ate the people's cinnamon. But I had my eyes on them because I was planning on it. But I had done got too full. I said, let me go ahead and go because I can't eat another bite, and I couldn't even get up. But oh, that, okay. that gluttony again, that really trying to. That mentality of don't be wasteful. You don't spunt money, so you gotta eat what you spunt. Yeah. I ate more than what I spunt, but initially I was already full off the two slices, but I figured I need to eat six ninety nine. Yeah. I had mm-hmm. to stop going to all you can eat places mm-hmm. in order for me to put I've controlled it now. I can go because literally I got my mindset. Okay, because my husband would be like, That's all you gonna eat, Trisha? You ain't gonna eat no more? No, I'm not gonna eat no more, mm-hmm. you know. Cause I got in the mindset, you know, okay. Um, I used to be like, okay, I'm gonna eat my money's worth. But now my mindset is, okay, I want me some vegetables and fruit. I want different things. So where can I go to get it? And where can I go to get it quick? Where we ain't got to wait till the people come out. Sometimes I wait too long to eat and that could be a thing. Yeah. You know, with being diabetic, you they want you to eat little small portions mm-hmm. throughout the day. But I wait, I wait, I wait a long time before I eat. Sometimes I'll eat one time a day and um um I, i'm like oh, okay where can i go there's something ready already quick well that's not a burger joint so i'll go to a buffet and i've learned to just fill me up with salads if i get me a salad and eat that first i can yeah. eat very little of other things you know mm-hmm. so i i try to focus on that and just get me, you know, uh, a couple of vegetables and fruit. Sometimes I don't even make it to the dessert bar. bar. You know, I had to change my mentality with all-you-can-eat buffet because I used to eat so much. So I, one time I went to Mississippi with my sister, and they had this uh, this casino place that got a buffet in it. Y'all, I went to that buffet. 
I will tell you no lie, that food was so good and gourmet, and plus it was $30. Mind you. I ate that food so much till I started throwing up. And baby, I went in the bathroom and threw up. And guess what? That didn't even teach me a lesson. I came back out because that roast was so good. I got me another. I got me another piece of roast. Yup, yup. My mind is a terrible thing to waste now. Cause you think, oh, I got, I got, I'm gonna miss this when I go. Cause I got to get me another piece. And I done went in the bathroom and threw all that up. My body was literally telling me no more. And and I did not listen. I, my sister checked me about that to this day. She's like, Trish, you remember when the buffet you were throwing all up in the bathroom all on the people float but <laughs> I mean I I could not I couldn't take it in and, and clear it all that out to go back and sit down and eat again because of greed in my head not getting enough or or thinking oh I ain't gonna be able to eat this later you know this here good let me eat it now that pleasure center mm-hmm. we have to learn how to you know tell ourselves no we are our own worst enemies and if oh, we yeah. don't if we don't chastise ourselves sometimes and say, no, Patricia, you don't, you don't need that. You, you, how are you going to feel when you eat it? You know, you have to, a lot of times, tell yourself no. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I'm learning to do. Just like this morning with that Parker situation, with that fancy lemonade. That fancy <laughs> lemonade is the devil, y'all. I'm telling you, that fancy lemonade, and if they done made it right and like it's supposed to, that fancy lemonade is the devil. <laughs> Do not get that fancy. <laughs> Y'all, I was in that car about to cry for that lemonade. Wow. wow. But it, it, it takes, it, it spikes my sugar. So I'm like, you know, because I was one day, me, me and my uh, co-worker, we used to go to Parker's every day, every day. And we'll get the, the lemonades every day. And one day I just got real sick and I checked my sugar. My sugar was 500 and something. I went to the hospital and, and they put me on some, um, Clip side for uh it's it's like an insulin but it's in a pill form and i said man i don't want to be on no insulin you know i worked on myself worked on myself i stopped drinking that lemonade for a while and my sugar went down and my a1c went down and stuff but that lemonade was doing me a job a lot of times it ain't the food that we eat it's the drink we drink them big old guts and them slushies and stuff with all that sugar in it Man, and we think we done did. Oh man, this here good. It's hot outside too. This good, you know. And, and you can be the tea for me, Trisha. Yeah. The pockets tea. Oh man. Pockets tea every day when every I was day. Yeah. And I realized that they sugar. I was drinking up more, you consuming more calories and and stuff in the sugar with the, the sugary drink. Exactly. You know? Wow. Yeah, you, you did all that with the, the drinks and then imagine the food on top of that. Exactly, you know? yeah. So you got a double whammy. And I, I've, I, man, I, I tried to count my calories. Now, you know, try to, I try to do the right thing for the most part. You know, sometimes I fall short, you know, but yeah. man, we got to, we got to stay on ourselves. Watch those drinks. Yeah. At my doctor's office, they got on a little billboard, you know, the amount of sugar in the drink. And so they got literally, the sugar in the Ziploc bag on a bo- on, on a board, and they they got the drink, the sodas, they got the tea, the coffee, and how much sugar is in it. Man, when I look at that sugar, that thing almost a a gallon size bag of sugar. I'm like, man, you never know that you're consuming that much because mm-hmm. it's in the drink. Mm-hmm. You have to be careful of these little traps, that food yeah. traps. You have to be careful, food traps, drink traps. I mean, vegetable traps fruit traps yeah you know you have to be 
careful of all that. And you got to choose wisely. Yes. You know, look up things, find out things, research things. You know, that's what my encouragement will be to any and everybody. Find what type of body you have, what good for you. Because I know a lot of times, you know, uh, I a guy that worked with me, we was talking about food and stuff. And he was saying, I eat for my blood type. You know, mm-hmm. and um, I won't get into that because I don't know the research because I don't tell people yeah. things that I haven't researched yet. But he was telling me about, you know, so I said, I blood type and I just got to have me some, you know, me. He's like blood type such and such. And I was that blood type, you know, so I'm, I'm like, you know, you got to find out things that work for you and not you can't everybody. Everything don't work for everybody. You, no. That's why a lot of diets don't work because what works for the next person may not work for you. Yeah. So like Tamara said and, and, and Tanya said, it has to be a lifestyle change. Yes. You got to yeah. find what works for your life. And that's what I'm, I'm, I'm doing now. I'm finding what works for me. Like that little, I said about the rice earlier, that, that tablespoon full of rice, that works for me. Yes. You know, I got my rice, but I ain't consuming a lot of it. Well, take my sugar up sky high, you mm-hmm. know, or where I'll be so full to capacity, where it's so heavy on me. You know, I, I a lot of times, too, we'll eat what we like and skip mm-hmm. the, the vegetables. Mm-hmm. Put you some vegetables on your plate to make you full. You know, mm-hmm. get you a little meat, uh, your two vegetables, maybe three vegetables to help you out. You know, good vegetables, the green beans and stuff, the salads and stuff, the spinach. You know, get those type of vegetables to help fool you because a lot of times we, oh, I ain't full, but you're not, you're, you're trying to eat, consume all the rice and stuff to make yourself full and the potatoes and stuff. You know, they're good, you know, in moderation, but, you know, don't focus on that, you know. This, this has been interesting, y'all. I don't want to take it down. I know. Right? <laughs> I, I want Tamara to talk about her planner that's um, coming out and give one tip that she want to leave us with. And then if Patricia has a tip she want to leave us with, then we can do that and then I'll end. So tell us about um, what you got going on, Tamara. Yes, I have the Be Free from Obesity. It's a 90-day planner. And I just tell a little bit of how um, I started out. My heaviest weight was 340 pounds. And right now I'm at... uh, 260. So I've lost 80 pounds. Just changing, like I said, changing lifestyle. Um, so I, I said earlier, you know, we change your mindset. I don't care what you do, what you do. I don't care what, if you're starting to um, try this diet, try that diet. Mm-mm. It's, it's all in the mind. And so I talk about, you know, um, encourage you to just look at yourself and, and start. Just start very small, with making small changes. Yes. And I just realized my goal was to get out of um, the 300 pound, I, I, and I said, and I call it 300 pound club because I, you know, I've met so many women that had been over 300 pounds. Because I even started a lose your gut challenge, and most of the ladies who joined that challenge didn't realize it. All of us were over 300 pounds. It was about eight of us. Okay. And if some people you look at, you don't think they weigh that much, you know, until I start seeing the weight. I said, well, gosh, it's so many of us um, that's in the three, you know. And uh, over 300 pounds, mm-hmm. and once you make up your mind to that you want to change, you want to be healthier, you want to live longer, you know, you want to feel better, 
then you'll start looking at the things that you're eating. Um, I would recommend writing the food down. And that's one of the things I put, in, you know, in the planner, because when you start writing things down, um, like Trisha said earlier, you know, 21 days, it becomes a habit. So you fill a journal, um, paper, whatever it is, and focus on, you know, just writing down what you eat. And I also recommend, um, um, I believe it's the Fitness Pal app. That's why I write my food and track my food. Okay. Because it, it tells you the calories. Um, and, and you can track your calories and how much fat you, you know, you, uh, you're eating per day. And I encourage you to, to look at the proteins that you're eating, you know, try to eat more proteins because proteins, a lot of times people don't know that when you don't eat enough protein, they can cause you to gain weight as well. Right. So all of those things, you know, I kind of include in that planner, uh, where you can have, I think it's a, a shopping list where you can write down, you know, food. And I encourage you not to go to the, st- the store and shop when you're hungry. Right. Having your best. Mm. Try not to buy all those unhealthy snacks because if you don't have those unhealthy snacks in your pantry or wherever you keep your, you know, your food, you won't, you won't be tempted to eat it. Mm-hmm. Wow. And say the and name again, Tam. Hmm? Say the name again. Be free from obesity. Okay. 988 planner. Okay. And you could pre-order it. Yes, you can pre-order it um, by either um, sending me. Uh, your ca- a cash app, um, and that's dollar sign TB Denise ninety three ninety nine, or you can pre order by sending me a Zelle, um, and it's for fourteen ninety nine. It's on sale for fourteen ninety nine. Okay, okay, and just think of how many things we spend fourteen ninety nine on that's unhealthy for us. We can spend fourteen ninety nine on a planner, a ninety day planner to help us get to the health and she's a living witness that she's doing what she's what she's saying so take it from somebody that's been on the journey still on the journey but making the best out of the journey and giving us tips and advice on how we can do the same so we want to encourage you Tamara we want you to be successful with this and continue on the journey because you do look good you look really good and Thank you. I, Thank we pray that can, God continue to bless your hands to do the things that he put in you to do and to keep pushing those books out, keep pushing things out that's going to help us in, in various things in life. Amen. And that's what my, my goal is to be able to help others, you know, to be able to get healthier. Um, and that's what we have to do. We have to just... You look at our lives and say, well, hey, it's time for me to make a change. Yes. I want this change, and I'm going to do this. I'm not going to give up because it's a failure is not an option. I'm not going to give up on you know on this. Exactly. I'm going to keep going. I don't care if I had a, my day started out good and something interrupted my day. I'm not going to make it a, a bad day. Get back on track. Don't just – and I used to be that way, you know, hey, I didn't eat wrong for breakfast or whatever. Mm-hmm. My whole day will be bad. I don't even look at it that way anymore. Right. And I just encourage encourage um, anyone that's looking to lose weight or get healthier, especially trying to lose weight, to to uh, to get an accountability partner. Mm. That's another thing that helps a whole lot. You know, we have the Winners Conquerors group that we encourage one another, and that's what you need. Somebody that's going to encourage you because that person is going to be able to motivate you. Also, I, I encourage you to, to find you some daily motiva- motivation, some positive things to listen to to start your day, mm-hmm. and it will help you to stay on track. And then definitely, most definitely pray about it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, that Weight Loss Conquerors group is on Facebook. So if you're, we have 33 listeners on 
this platform this is the wisdom platform that we're recording on that's why the enemy did not get anything today because there's other methods so i will download this when we get to through on the other platform so i'll be able to upload it tonight but where there's a will there's a way Amen. but we thank you all that's listening right now please order the planner if this applies to you i'm assuming that nobody dropped so every the, the numbers have went up me and trisha sitting here looking at the numbers now right now it's 33 so we thank you all for listening we thank those that's going to listen on christmas eve as we prepare for christmas day to not do what we've been doing for years overeating and sitting to the table until somebody got to pull us up we want to break those habits and break those behaviors but it starts with mentally changing what we do and our attitudes towards food not for something soothing but something just for nutrition something to keep our bodies going and when we think about it and leave that there we'll be okay Trisha what you want to add I want to say my food for thought you have to choose your food like your life depends on it because it does Mm. choose it very wisely because if you don't you'll be in a situation that may have you out of here earlier than what you want. Yes. So choose your food like your life depended on it, because it does. Yes, yes. And amen. 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 And that's the truth. Um, no matter your age or your health, don't wait till you get sick. Pay attention to it now while you're healthy and make the right choices so you can stay healthy and live a right old age and, and not be um, a... a pantry full of medication mm-hmm. 10 11 12 15 20 medicines because you you didn't make the right choices early on depending on your age make the right choices now if you're doing right don't falter continue to do right and you see a change in you know when you're up in age what you're able to do what your limbs are able to sustain so my tip is serving sizes pay attention okay. to the serving sizes on those packages, on those, what we buy, everything has a suggested serving size. And if you get a pack of something that has a serving size of four, and it has that the nutritional information for the serving size, not for the whole package, you got to times that four when you eat that whole package. Mm-hmm. So if something has 100 calories per serving and it's four servings, if you eat the whole thing, you just ate 400 calories. Yes, so pay attention to your serving sizes. Pay attention to added sugars to the things that we eat because those added sugars are important. Pay attention to the potassium levels, the salts. Just pay attention to the labels because they're on there not for decorations. They're on there for out for us to do the work and that's the thing we've become lazy we don't want to do the work we don't want to do what we need to do for our own selves but we have to because if we don't who's going to do it for us exactly and we want to be healthy we want to stay healthy we want to live a long life so we hope this podcast has been a inspiration to you to help you on your journey not wait to 2023 but we got a whole nother week and a day left get started early Make a decision to make that change before the new year comes in. Make a decision not to stuff yourself and then say, I'll wait till January 1st to get it right. We don't know if we're going to be here January 1st to get it right. We don't know the day or the hour. So make a decision to make the right decisions 
when it comes to your health and your wellness and your nutrition because it is a mental thing and it is how we think about it and how we look at it so we hope this anybody got any last words before we end I just want to say um, to anyone that is looking to lose weight or get healthier, love yourself. Mm. All stages of your journey. You know, love yourself unconditionally. Love yourself when it seems like nobody else does. And just try to choose healthiness over happiness. Mm. God bless you all. God bless you. If you would like to send an email, send it to a woman soul restored at gmail.com. The website, which I do need to update seriously, is www.livelifenowlovelifenow.net. And the Facebook page is A Woman Soul Restored. I have Tamara's link on there, so you all that want to order her journal can. I hope you do because I plan on ordering it myself because I have come a long way, but we all got. We all got room to learn. We all have room to do better. So this is something I, and I always invest in my friends and family. So whatever I could do to help her on her journey, that's what I always strive to do with all my friends and family to help them get and achieve what they're trying to do. So this is no different and this will help. Actually, I'm gonna get an extra copy to get to someone. So I'll do something on the Facebook page and whoever did, does whatever, We'll be able to win that journal when they're ready. So I, I'm gonna order two, probably and that's next what week. I'm gonna say too. I'm gonna be a blessing to someone that um, would like to. So I'm gonna um, um, I'll actually whatever you decide to do, I'm gonna donate one too. So we have blessing. two to give away. So y'all keep on the lookout for that. It's coming. We thank you all for listening today. We hope you all have a merry, merry Christmas. Thank you, 35 people, for listening live today, which we are recording on Friday. And we hope to be a blessing to those that listen on Christmas Eve, even on Christmas Day, if you want, because you can listen anytime. Make sure to make a decision to make the right decision. Don't let the food trap trap you. So for A Woman's Soul Restored, this is Patricia, Tamara, and LaTanya. You all have a blessed and happy Christmas. And this is actually my last recording, taking a break for the new year. So I'll see y'all in 2023, Lord willing. Be blessed and Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You gonna say bye-bye? Oh, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we done.